Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're caught in a trap. I can't walk out. Because I love you too much, baby. Why can't you see? This is improving my mood. What you doing? That's what I'm here for. Thank you, city limits. What is mood? What is a mood? What are moods? Limits. Yesterday I was really, really energetic. I felt almost happy. And then I tried to recreate everything that had happened the night before. Same sleep, same food, same exercise. And today I'm cranky. No two days are the same. I'd love to fight Ron today. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. This is how I miss him. The form that I miss him in is a foil. Somebody to fight. Somebody to take out my moods on. And you're the only person here. And I'm trying to figure out why, why we have, what are moods? What are they? And what are they attributable to? And why do they change palpably, palpably with music? Why? I don't know. Kind of an attitude type of thing. Can you play that again? Because I, that, that started to change my mood. And I've never gotten sick of that song my whole life. In fact, every time I hear it, I feel like it's the first time I'm hearing it. I also can't stop thinking about can't stop thinking about the most famous Pittsburgher, non-sports Pittsburgh person of all time. The end of the morning show they were talking about that. It's got to be Mr. Rogers. Is it? I mean, is, is he more famous? Was he bigger than Gene Kelly? Who else am I seeing here? Perry Como? That's big. Is Mark Cuban considered sports, non-sports because of the Mavericks? Just business. No, 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 no. Well, that's actually a pretty good question, isn't it? August Wilson, the playwright? Andy Warhol? Yeah, probably Andy Warhol. Is more famous than Mr. Rogers? No way. Is there a Mr. Rogers Museum? If you took every famous Pittsburgher non-sports in their prime and brought them around the world, who would be most recognized? It's got to be Mr. Rogers. Yeah, probably Mr. Rogers. Certainly not Dennis Miller, was it? I mean, at one time, though, it might have been Perry Como, but he wouldn't reach as many people as Mr. Rogers would have in his prime. Yeah, and him There's and, no way. No, him and Andy Warhol were also in, also in completely different eras in terms of media and availability to see people and Mr. Rogers or the TV show. Wait a second. Jimmy Stewart. What about him? Another good pick. Where is he from? Well, he's in Indiana. That's not really Pittsburgh, right? 
Yeah, that's yeah, uh, it's a little bit farther out. Yes, it is. It's a lot farther out, actually. City limits. How are you today? I'm good, Joe. I How think are you? I might have a cavity too. You know, toothaches definitely play a part in our mood, and I'm not happy about that because I've been very, very vigilant with my tooth care. I feel like flossing, brushing multiple times. Ron was a one brush a day guy. Remember he revealed that on the air? Yeah, I think you got to be two. Once in the morning, once at night. I say at least two. Ron was a was a what was he once in the morning? He was a once in the morning guy. That's it. How do you go to to bed with unbrushed teeth? Yeah, I don't like that. You can't do that, can you? No, you shouldn't. And he least. said he never had a cavity in his life. What do the dentists recommend? Three times a day after you eat breakfast, yeah, lunch, think, and dinner. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Two a two a day is good. One a day, no, do absolutely the, do not. Do dentists want people after they go eat at like a fancy restaurant to go into the bathroom before they leave and brush their teeth? What? What do you mean? Right before you go to the dentist? No, like they want you to. They want you to brush your teeth three times a day yeah. after you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. But what if you eat breakfast out at some restaurant you don't or whatever, eat, well, and then you go to work, yeah. and then later on, how is that possible? It's an excellent point, City Limits. It probably wasn't I'll phrased give, correctly, but I, give you I think the point's there. I'll give you that much. It's Off the Top, brought to you by JP Roofing and Siding, and what treats we have for you today, including the one and only Donnie Football. At noon, he's going to join me in the studio for a couple hours. It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys were college classmates, were you? No. So Donnie, Donnie's actually about five or six years older than me. Ah. He's 29. But you went to the same college. Correct. Both graduated from Waynesburg University, right? Yes. That should be interesting, I would say. Would you agree with that? I'd say so. It's going to be a lot of fun. Worked with Donnie on Monday. I like Donnie. You know, you never know how it's going to go on the air with somebody. I don't know how it's going to go, but I, I like him. We joke around a lot. Is this your guys' first time together on the air? Other than that one day that you filled in for me when I got uh, called out from the bull when Donnie got called in from the bullpen. Yeah, and butchered text in the city. Yeah, Remember that? I heard. Um, hopefully today it'll go better. All right. You know where we're going to start today is with Mike Sullivan. I mean, this is this is incredible stuff. Clearly, Mike Sullivan is starting to feel the heat a little bit. Not the heat of losing his job because Kyle Dubas, as he said yesterday, not even a discussion about Mike Sullivan. There is no discussion there. Low-hanging fruit. Him and his assistants. Never mind that the team is radically underachieving, even though all the stars have played every game now for two straight seasons. They're getting pretty good goaltending, and they still can't get themselves into playoff position. Uh, don't look at the coaches, we're told. That's that's low-hanging fruit. Well, I'm going to look at Sully today. And the answer that he gave yesterday to a question from a Montreal reporter, and the Canadians are in tonight, and they stink, and they have one of the worst penalty kills in hockey, so we'll see if the Penguins can go 0 for 6 and allow a shorthanded goal tonight. They better win tonight. I mean, if, if I know Dubas said... You know, I'll give you in the next two weeks. If they lose tonight, and I think Montreal played last night, did they not? If they lose tonight at home, waiting for the Canadians, then two weeks becomes one oh, day. Joe, I got some breaking news for you here. What do you got? This is not Penguins, but it is Pirates. Right-handed pitcher Mitch Keller and the Pittsburgh Pirates are in agreement on a five-year contract extension from Jeff Passan of ESPN. 
Holy horse How milk. about that? Wow. Wow is right. Okay, then let's get Jason Mackey on the line. Dial let's him we'll up immediately. Tell him to stop working on whatever he's working on for the Post-Gazette and have his priorities straight and get on the air with us. I'll text him now. That's fantastic for the Pirates. Keller had two years left on a deal, so he had three more years on. So that's an extension in three straight years for the Pirates. Three years ago was Hayes. Last year was Reynolds. This year, Keller. Where did that breaking news come from? Jeff Passan, ESPN. And you sure it's not a fake Jeff Passan? I just checked. It's correct. How I many have followers tweet notification does that Jeff pa- Passan have? 1.1 million. All right, then it's not fake. It is true. Well, then we make a quick reversal, don't we? I was in the yeah. m- middle of a Sully soliloquy, but I got to switch to this. Negative to the positive. Yeah. I mean, this comes the day after uh, the story in The Athletic that uh, some people were up in arms with. Uh, some people... Also saying, why aren't you talking about that? I did off the top of the show. (laughs) I talked about it. Uh, I didn't think there was tons new there. But the day after it, we have this. So what do we make of it? What do you make of it as a Pirate fan? Is this something that changes your mind? Because I heard a lot of people, well, Key Brian Hayes was one thing. That's just the cost of doing business. And so is this in a way. I'm curious to see the money. Then the Brian Reynolds extension, we right. had that. $106 million. They finally paid somebody $100 million. And now, you know, if your complaint is, well, they never keep guys. And one of the thrusts of that story yesterday was Garrett Cole. Like, why were they in such a hurry to get rid of Garrett Cole? Well, they were never going to pay him the kind of money that he eventually got, which was what? What was his contract? $200 million? Yeah, it was something ridiculous more than like that. that? Uh, it just wasn't going to happen, and every day that you keep a guy with two years left on a deal, his value goes down. You were wondering about Cole? Yeah. Nine and $324 million. There you go, $324 million. 36 a year. So I think they were probably, you know, looking to get that, A, get, get return for Garrett Cole, which in the end, who did they get for Garrett Cole? They got, I don't think they got a lot. Joe they, Musgrove, yeah. Michael Feliz. Okay. Um, well, Musgrove, was Musgrove. Musgrove was a get that they parlayed into Bednar, did they not? Yes. Colin Moran. Yeah, that didn't, didn't turn, turn into anything. But the point is, you know, when you have a Garrett Cole and he's headed for that kind of money, you're trying to get return. And in the end, to get Musgrove, I mean, Musgrove turned into an all-star pitcher in his own right last year, just not with the Pirates, but they parlayed him into Bednar, so they got something. Right? Yeah, it worked out. Something not too bad for a guy that you were never going to pay. There's a handful of teams in baseball that would pay Garrett Cole $300 million. Have they engendered some goodwill for you? It's very interesting to me that this comes the day after that story. Have they engendered goodwill? 412-928-9370. 928-9370. Waiting to see the money on the Mitch Keller deal here. Five-year extension. That buys out, what, at least a couple years of free agency. Yeah, three years. Three buys out three years of free agency? Yeah, he had two years left, including this year. 210 strikeouts last year. I disagreed with what Mackey wrote the other day, that he's an ace. Even Shelty wasn't calling him an ace at the end of last season. He still has a, he still has a little bit more to do like get that ERA under four to be a true ace, but believe me, I love this. Joe, this deal is friendly. 
Let's hear it. First money, it's coming out from Jason Mackey. Yeah. Pirates and Keller agree to an extension. Five years, $77 million. That seems pretty low to me. For what's a guy the, that made the, the average game on that? last year. If if Ron were here, he could figure that out right right now. Just divide 77 by five city limits on your phone, if you would. I'm too tired. 15 and a half. Man, that, that does seem like a great. That almost seems too good to be well, true. What I, else is attached to the deal? Are there player options at the end of it? What's happening here? No news yet, but I imagine that this is probably going to include the money that he was getting in arbitration this year, which is about $5 million, what they agreed to so they didn't have to go to a settlement hearing. Well, let's ask Mackey. He's going to come on with us soon. Good. I don't know what soon means, but that's good. He's got he's to get some stories written up, and then he'll be able to join us. I want to hear from fans. And Sully will be the happiest guy in town now that we moved on from that, but we'll get back to that. Mitch Keller... Five years, $77 million. The major complaints about this team are they don't sign their own stars, if you want to call him a star. Well, they've now signed Reynolds. They've signed Keller. They've signed Hayes. I would think next on the list is O'Neal Cruz if he, if he shows he's fully back from the injury. I wouldn't do that or even pursue that until I see him for a couple months. And if he's playing great, then we'll do these types of deals that, that other teams like the Rays have done with their players, which is, is sign him real early in his career. I think people do believe that 30-30, and it's the conversation once again with Cruz after it was last year and he only played nine or so games, that that's a real possibility. 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. You wonder how the price can continue to go up and if the Pirates will try to negotiate in season like they did with Keller. But, I mean, again... Three years, three deals, it's shown some sign of progress. I would say so. Again, I want to be careful. It's merely the cost of doing business. Yes. But it's the type of things that everybody complains about. I don't think it's been a great offseason for the Pirates. I wanted them to spend more. I wanted them to get more players in here. And they still might. They still need a starting pitcher. I would say desperately at this point. But, but moves like this... I think should engender goodwill because they directly contradict the biggest complaints about the team. Some of which, by the way, uh, aren't entirely true. Like, oh, they never sign their own stars. They never do that. They never keep their own guys who are good. It just, it sort of flies in the face of some facts, like when they had the so-called dream outfield of McCutcheon, Marte, and Polanco, they signed every single one of them through multiple free agent years, past the age of 30. Marte winds up getting himself in trouble, misses a season. Polanco just completely falls apart, and McCutcheon tailed off. You know, toward the end of his first tenure here. That's just a fact, you know? So you can't say they never do. A guy like Garrett Cole, well, I think even the most optimistic among us would say that they're probably not going to re-sign a Garrett Cole when he's going to go out and get hundreds of millions of dollars. I think half the league or more is in that same boat. So who are who exactly are all these players that the Pirates didn't keep that were young stars, you know? But here they're signing one, or at least a potential one. Like I said, I'm, I, I don't yet put Keller in the ace category, but maybe that's why you get him for five years and $77 million. I think it's a great deal. What's there not to like?
You tell me. Or you tell me that you like it. And then we can talk in general about the Pirates heading into this season. Because to me, that complaint, and I think it's the main complaint, however much merit there is to it. There's two main complaints. One, they don't go out on the free agent market and get guys. Two, they don't sign their own young players. Well, they've now done this three times for a total of well over $200 million in three guys, right? Keller, Hayes, and Reynolds, well over $3 million, if I'm, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Keller's 70, Reynolds 106, and Hayes 70, Keller 77, and well, there you Reynolds go. 106. So, I mean, that one, that one is kind of shot right now because who else on this particular team falls into that category, I guess? I guess Cruz would be the next guy. Right. And you know you'd be yelling and screaming if if little uh, City Limits came in with some bad news on the Pirates. You know? So let's hear from you. 412-928-9370. 928-9370. Your first reaction to this deal. We're going to have Jason Mackey on. The third complaint is a very fair one, and it's their biggest issue. It's their biggest issue, but it's the least talked about, I guess, because it's more fun to talk about the money aspect. It's drafting and development. Drafting and development is and has been the biggest issue. By far, if you ask me, because it's been proven over and over again that you can win on lower payrolls. Yes, the payroll should be higher. Everybody on earth agrees on that. But you can win with a low payroll. The Orioles did it. They've drafted and developed expertly. They've added wisely. They've gone out and made some bold moves now. Brewers win on relatively low payrolls. Pirates should absolutely be in the Brewers' neighborhood payroll-wise. Same market, same city, pretty much. They should be. Look at the Rays every single year. Teams won last year on low payrolls. Teams win every year on low payrolls. It's about drafting and development and and finding other people's, you know, misfits and correcting them and making them yours. That's one thing that Tampa does that they probably don't get enough credit for. It's not all drafting and development. I, I, drafting, development, and finding diamonds in the rough. That, that's a, that, that all goes under the same umbrella. That's what you need to be able to do. You have to be able to do that. But bottom line is here, Mitch Keller, five years, Jason Mack reporting $77 million. We'll see if there's any catches to the contract, what else the contract entails. Does that make you happy as a Pirate fan? Does it make you say, hmm, maybe I'll go out to the ballpark even? I don't know. Or does it make you say, yeah, so what? That's just the cost of doing business. Finally, that type of thing. Let's have a discussion. City limits, 928-9370. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. And the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Breaking news. The Pirates have signed right-handed pitcher and 2023 All-Star Mitch Keller to a five-year contract worth 
$77 million. Keller's 27 years old, struck out 210 batters last year during his breakout season. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mitch Keller signs an extension here. We're going to go out to Jason Mackey on the Sullivan Super Service Fan Hotline. First, a quick happy birthday to little tiny Aubrey Bumbliss. She's 16 today, and I think she got her permit. My God, soon my daughter's going to be on the roads. Clear out, city limits. Fearful. Clear out. Stay off the roads. Happy birthday, A.B. All right, Jason, in Bradenton. Man, this one came as a bit of a surprise, and I have a question for you. I'm just looking at the uh, – and thank you for – I know you're busy for coming on here. Um, this is about $15 million a year, something like that, and that doesn't put him in the top 30 salaries among major league pitchers. So why would Keller do this deal? That's my question. Mitch wants to be here. That's probably the, uh, I talked to Mitch about that a couple of days ago. It's probably an oversimplification. I mean, Mitch could have easily, you know, gone to become a free agent and made more money elsewhere. Um, that was going to take a little bit. He likes it here. Uh, I think he, you know, Keller, it's really been neat to see him evolve as a person, as a teammate, how respected he is there because of what he's gone through. And, you know, I, I think he, along with, Brian Reynolds, Key Brian Hayes, a bunch of other guys here think that the Pirates are building something. I know that, you know, externally people probably think differently of it, but Mitch really genuinely likes being here. And I mean, shoot, if you tell me I'm going to get five and 77 now, or I can chance it two years as a pitcher and, you know, I may get six and 100, I'm just making up numbers, but I mean, five and 77 is a pretty darn good uh, piece of certainty there for Mitch, Mitch Keller. Yeah, I guess that's always the thing when you when you put that out in front of somebody, they have to be thinking, what about arm injuries? What about this and that? Yeah, they, st- they still have, they still have control over me for what another year, correct? He had one year of arbitration, yep. then free agency. So yep. they bu- they yep. bought out what three years of free agency or four? 
Um, well, we got to know when the deal kicks in. I okay. don't know that yet, like whether it starts this year. I don't know how the deal structure, like, you know, it literally came out 20 minutes ago. But I mean, it, let's, let's say that this year is going to remain what he was. It was like 5.4. Yeah. So they would have bought out one, three years of free agency, if, if that's the way it's structured. I do not know that at this point because it's still real early. And then if you're him and you become that durable guy, you know, over time, who he might still get better, by the way. Um, yes. Then you can sign a new deal somewhere else, presumably when you're 33. That's still kind of prime age for a pitcher. So, yeah, I, I can see it from his perspective, too, and definitely – from the Pirates' perspective, I would definitely label this a team-friendly deal, Jason, wouldn't you? 100%, Joe. Couldn't agree. I mean, they got, I think, the world of Mitch Keller. I mean, they got a legitimate ace, a, team, a term that gets overused in this sport for $15.4 million a year. Um, I, that's pretty darn good. The dude struck out 210 last year. He very easily could have worked 200 innings. Like Those pitchers have become so rare in this game. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I love this deal for the Pirates. I don't know how you couldn't. I haven't seen a single opinion that says anything other than being extremely team-friendly. Well, we're about to get to the phone lines, so we'll see what happens then. <laughs> no. Even this, man. I would have to think. more about the Pirates. How could yeah. you get mad about this? I know. We could quibble about the term ace. I know even Sheltie wasn't ready to call on that at the end of the year. It depends on your definition, but but either way, the idea for me, if I were a Pirate fan, of Skeens and Keller at the top of my rotation, and then they have tons of young arms beyond the Contreras's and the Ortiz's, they have, they have a bunch of guys that they've invested in here in terms of draft picks and bringing in, right? Yes. I mean, they have a pretty good pipeline of pitchers coming. Um, Anthony Salamedo, Bubba Chandler, Jared Jones, and I mean, I'm like, intentionally omitting Paul Skeens because you said that. But, I mean, they've got a nice stable of arms coming. Uh, Thomas Harrington is somebody listeners probably don't know a lot about, but he's like a you know single-A, maybe high-A guy, um, highly regarded. They, they just, they're starting to get more pitchers at the lower level. The rub on the Pirates this offseason has, has been you know bridging the gap between what they have now and that younger group. So, yeah, you'd probably like to see them do more. That's obviously a fair criticism. I'm not going to sit there and defend that, but, I mean, they do have help on the way. Mike Burrows, JT Brubaker, guys who were injured last year who are going to be coming back and contribute to the staff. Obviously, it stinks Oviedo being out, but, yeah, I, they, they've got some very talented young arms on the way, and it's, it's pretty neat to sit there and think about that rotation with Keller and Skeens at the top. I agree with you. Those are two pretty good horses. Now, this comes the day after and has a lot of people thinking conspiracy theory, the day after uh, the Rosenthal-Nesbitt piece in The Athletic. But from what I have heard, well, what City Limits told me, you knew this was coming down anyway, right? Or yeah, had a feeling? I, 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 I think the timing's convenient. I don't think it hurts the Pirates, but I don't think it was done because of that. No, because um, you need two to tango. I mean, you can't right. just say, yeah, this was a PR move by the Pirates. You kind of need Keller's cooperation in this matter. Well, and I mean, okay, so here's where I've seen this from my perspective. I talked to Mitch about this last week, and I wrote this. Him saying, like, I, I hope it happens, you know, like I'm optimistic, and that, that's Mitch wanting to be here. Yeah. Um, Charrington has talked about this is the best time to do it. I know Ben has been very busy. Like, I walk past Ben's car every day, and I leave. I'm generally here for a long time. I have never not seen it. Like, I feel like he's George Costanza outside of Yankee Stadium. And I say that jokingly, but, like, there's a lot of crap you're sorting through 
right now. And so, yeah, they've been working on Keller's extension. They've been working on other things. Um, I don't think this was, oh, my God, I saw the athletic piece. I'm mad. Let's get an extension done. Like, no, I don't think that's the way this went down. Well, they have now signed their first $100 million player in Reynolds. They got Hayes on an unbelievable bargain if he continues to play like he did late last season. This is an incredible bargain, but they're still laying out well over $200 million for three of their own players, which sort of contradicts one of the main complaints about them. And it leads to my question, which is who's next? I think the obvious answer is probably O'Neal Cruz. Are they thinking that way already? Or do they have to see how he recovers from this injury and such? Well, I think they would be interested, Joe. Uh, I think they are interested, but yeah, you you want to see it. Um, what I know about the Cruz conversations, and this has happened, it's been talked about, that they've never really gotten close on a on a value, unlike what the Pirates think about him, what he thinks about himself. It's also been tough. O'Neill Cruz changed agencies twice this offseason, like, mm-hmm. and he's had a total of three agents. So, I mean, that just kind of sets you back. It's weird. I mean, not that you know, the Pirates haven't dealt with these groups. Like, Cruz is actually represented by CAA, which also represents Brian Reynolds. So, if anything, there's some continuity there. Um, But, like, I don't want to say I'm not optimistic that it would – I don't know. I guess I'm not optimistic that a Cruz thing would happen just because of the injury, the different valuations, not knowing for sure what you're going to get out of him. You've already signed Keller. Like, there are a lot of signs here that point to Cruz would make sense. I'd certainly love to see it, but I don't feel great that it's going to get done. You know who feels really important right now to me? Like, if again, if I were a Pirate fan, I would be pumped about Skeens Keller. I would like having Brian Reynolds. I think I I know what I'm getting from him. Good player. I'd be really excited about a left side of the infield with Cruz and Hayes. Jack Sawinski feels like a a swing player here, like a really important guy. What do you Mm -hmm. think we see from him this year? I, I completely agree with you, Joe. And I think Jack is another like sleepy, important candidate with extension stuff. Cause I think they could find agreement on something. I think Jack, because of some of his stuff, you know, he struck out a lot. He looked at a lot of pitches, probably too many pitches by his own admission. You know, he showed some power, but not enough consistency. I think all that stuff's fair, but if you're the pirates, do you, how do you not look at him and say, boy, there's potential there to be really great. And I, I, I think the world of Jack, I know I've gotten to know him pretty well and how he works and what he does in the offseason, the type of person he is off the field. Like, I'm betting on that makeup every day of the week. So, you know, Jack has only ever known a team-controlled salary, and I don't know if he's ever made more than 700000 not that that's a pittance, but, you know, in Major League Baseball money, that's not a lot of money. And you go dangle a, a great extension for him and buy out his beers. like that would make sense for the Pirates to make sure this guy's – here and you get something done and you, you make a statement and you're still, you know, based on what that production would translate to free agent wise, you're still in, in a good situation. So anyway, Joe, I guess it's a, a long winded way of saying that I agree with you. I think he's a very important part of this team. I think he's going to have a very solid year. I think he's well aware of what his faults have been. And I, I've seen him for what we've seen so far, look a lot better as far as correcting them. Lastly and quickly, is Charrington going to bring in somewhat of a proven starting pitcher? Uh, my optimism is dwindling very fast. Um, I think they will bring in somebody. Is it going to be proven, you know, like a, an Edward Cabrera trade? I, I, I don't feel great about that at this point, but I hope there's at least something. Jason, I appreciate you taking the time, man. I know you're busy. We'll talk to you later. Anytime, Joe. Thanks for having me. Take care.
Great reporting by Jason Mackey in the Post-Gazette. I believe he was the first to have the numbers here on this deal. So let's get to you on the phone lines. Because like I said before, if this was a, uh, a bad news day for the Pirates, you'd be cranking up these lines here. So what about now? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Are, are, the, are the Pirates convincing you at least a little more that they're trying to win? Are they engendering goodwill with you? Are they changing any minds or no? Do, do you feel happy as a Pirate fan or at least headed in that direction? Or the other side is, so what? You know, it's the cost of business. Want to see? I want to see more too. I do want to see a proven starting pitcher added. But man, I, I think they, I, I think they have to have engendered some goodwill by signing three guys for two hundred and whatever million dollars for years into their free agency seasons. Let's talk about all that coming up. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. We'll do it next on the Joe Show. Mitch Keller made the All Star game for the first time in twenty twenty three. And now he also has the largest contract that a Pirates pitcher has ever received. It's five years, $77 million for the Buckos' right-hander, who leads the club all-time in strikeouts in a season with 210 that was recorded last season. Pit basketball, 530 against Virginia Tech on Saturday. You can hear it right here on the fan and on your Odyssey app beginning at 5 o'clock. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis in Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. Mitch Keller, five years, $77 million. Let's get to the phone lines, city limits. Let's get some reaction here. Let's go to Dave in Jock Hill, PA. Where? He said Jock Hill, PA. I've where's that, Dave? Jock Hill. Jock Hill. Yeah, where is it? Hello. It's up there, uh, Nemecolon. Ah, okay. What do you got? Oh, hey, I love the move. You know, I think it's a the right step. I mean, they got a long way to go, but it, it's moving in the right direction. And if schemes and crews pan out this year, they sh- they're going to have to make a splash next year in a free agency, or uh, they're sliding backwards. I think. Yeah, I kind of hope they did more in free agency this year. But as far as Dave from Jock Hill is concerned, uh, it sounds like your mind is starting to turn a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, last year I saw some improvement in the second half of the year. You know, we got to see if some of these guys pan out. And sooner or later they're going to have to augment that pitching staff with a couple of proven starters and, you know, go out and pay some big money. Man, I I know. I'd love to just see one guy one real guy added to that staff i appreciate the call next here's mark in fort lauderdale you're not far from ron cook mark how are you today good i uh, passed ron yesterday on the way up to pirate city in Burlington. Uh, when i went past fort myers up to Burlington. i saw a skiing store yesterday and I, I am excited uh cautiously excited about it but ben's done i really believe he's in year four because if he let the first year he got hired was past the time where they get their scouting player development system but uh, there's a lot of optimism with the Pirates. But the thing that's concerning to me is all the other four clubs in the Central Division have vastly improved this year. I mean, Nick Crow may be the next Baltimore Orioles with the Reds. Uh, the Cardinals went out and spent $130 million for three veteran pitchers and Sonny Gray, Kyle Gibson, and bringing Lance Lynn back. 
the Cubs, Craig Council, to me, is the best manager in baseball, simply, and he wouldn't take that job if he didn't feel comfortable about it. So, and the Brewers, to me, they gave a guy $80 million that hasn't played a major league game yet. I just get concerned that I think the talent level in the Central is much better than it's been ever. Well, yeah, and the thing that people don't realize is we all talk about the Pirates' farm system. And I think it's only rated about ninth in baseball by some people. These other teams in the Central have great prospects and farm systems too. So it's not really an advantage in their own division for the Pirates. I appreciate the call. Good points all there. I mean, it's all relative what you're doing, you know? And the Brewers won this division by nine games last year. And they've made some interesting ads. So that's all true. There's no denying that. Here's Joe and Matt Lebanon. Hello, Joe. Hey, Joe, how are you? Good. What's up? Hey, Joe, I'm ecstatic that they signed Keller, Reynolds, and Hayes. Finally, they're paying money. But when you said they, you know, it's not true that they don't sign their own players. The only reason they signed some of their players was because of the huge hometown discounts they got. They signed Marte six years. Who cares? Did they did they sign him or didn't they sign him? Who who cares? Yeah. Now we're quibbling. Over over this, which player, other than Garrett Cole, did the Pirates not re-sign that you thought they should have? They should have kept that guy and re-signed him, and there they go again, getting rid of a guy. Who well, in Musgrove, your? They got rid of Cole Musgrove, Musgrove wasn't even close to a star when when they Musgrove's dealt him. A star joke. What Musgrove's one of the best pitchers in the National League. Yeah, he became one yeah. elsewhere. When they traded right. him here, he was he was just okay, was still, and they and they wound up making Jeff. a pretty good baseball deal, did they not? Joe, when you play up with bad players, you, no, no, you no, I'm I'm, I'm I'm asking you a question, so you responded with Musgrove, okay? Yeah, well, yeah, he well, he, 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 he they, do? they they dumped his salary. He was let me him. finish. He wasn't a young star when they traded him. That's a. No, he was a very good. You're not letting me time. finish. He was. And, and B, B, they made a real baseball trade where they wound up getting an elite closer back for him. Am I right about that? Joe, I would rather have an elite starter than an elite closer. And you say that Joe Musgrove, who was 1-5 with a 3-9 ERA in his last year here, was an elite starter in Pittsburgh? Joe, the 3.9 ERA with, with, this, with that team that he had playing elite? behind him was elite. It was. Okay. Then we we have a very, very different definition of an elite pitcher. He became elite in San Diego, there's no doubt. So you picked six games. He has a one in five. Eleven and twelve the year before with a four 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 ERA. He wasn't elite here. There there, there's no there's no definition of elite. Plus they made a baseball trade and got a really good player back. There was did you know what's this guy's name? What's his name? Joe from Mount Lebanon. So you knew, you knew when Joe Musgrove was here, man, that's a star. And when they traded Joe Musgrove, Joe and Mount Lebanon said, they just let go of another young star player. How could they do that? Musgrove is elite. That's what you were saying? If you were, man, I give you all the credit in the world and the Pirates should sign you as a scout. Joe, good. I hope you'll give me two okay. minutes to tell you some stories. I've seen over 3,000 Major League Baseball games Okay. in, per- in person. Yeah. Not counting the other games I've seen on TV, which is probably another 3,000. All right. I, I, I worked at one time at PNC Park. Okay. When Coonley took over, I'm standing down there. I, I did money for the I got concession company. I'm standing down there picking money up. I go up early and watch the games. He comes up to me. He goes, how's it take today? I said, bad, Frank. He goes, why? I said, Frank, you got 3,000 people in the park. There's no money. 
So I said, so I said, so what players? This is when he first came in. I said, what players do you like on the team? Uh, geez, I mean the catcher he couldn't catch. He was a decent hitter. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. It's okay, Joe. I appreciate your passion. We can disagree on stuff. I just think that the that that it's an overrated uh, criticism of the Pirates that oh they never signed their young guys. Like I I told you they had the dream outfield. They signed all three of them past the age of thirty through free agent years. Didn't work out. Garrett Cole is one example. That's a, that's a good example. Recent example. I don't think Musgrove qualifies. You obviously do. That's fine. I appreciate the call. That got a little heated, didn't it? Intense. He loves his baseball. I didn't know where he was going with that. Mitch um, Keller talked about it at Pirates Fest with Dan Zangrilli that he wanted to potentially try to get this deal done. By the way, Andy Rodriguez came over in the Musgrove deal. Through the Mets. Yeah, through the Mets. Three-team deal. Yeah, a three-team deal in which Musgrove was dealt and the Pirates wind up with Andy Rodriguez and David Bednar. I would call that a real baseball trade. I think it was a crushing blow that Rodriguez was lost this season, by the way, because even though he struggled at the plate at times, I really like that kid, and I think he was hurt for part of last season. I still think he's their future catcher. So that the Musgrove thing does not qualify under the above uh, discussion of trading young stars and not re-signing them. I don't think. Do you? No, I, I agree. Rodriguez is going to be he's, – he's an energizer type of player. And especially at the catcher position is the type of guy that you could really utilize defensively, offensively as a solid player, young guy. But he yeah, also had a, back. He also had a great bat in the minors. Yeah, didn't and translate he, yet in the majors. Well, no, he's been here for not even a cup of coffee, just right. an espresso. About I two think. months. Yeah, yeah. Little mini espresso in the tiny cup city limit. Well, we won't see him for a whole another year. I know that is a shame. But my main complaint, my main complaint with the Pirates. Is drafting and developing. I mean, I, I, I've read now four days in a row their, the, all their first-round picks prior to Hank Davis, and we still don't even know what position he plays. That's, that's the key. I won't say I don't care about payroll, but it's not as big an issue for me as it is for others. It just isn't. I mean, the bottom payrolls last year, from 20 to 30 in Major League Baseball. So the bottom, what, what's that, 11? You had Milwaukee, Arizona, Washington, KC, Miami, Cleveland, Cincy, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Baltimore, Oakland. So you go from 20 to 30 in payrolls. The bottom 11 in all of baseball. Are you listening closely here, City Limits? I'm listening. Among those bottom 11, you had two division winners, four playoff teams, and six winning records. Yeah, I think the payroll should be higher. They have to get a, they have to get another pitcher. I wish they would just commit to a pitcher outside of their organization for big money. Just one. Come on. I get it, but this is a much bigger discussion about drafting and development to me. And there's guys still available on the free agent market. You're not going to go sign Blake Snell. You're probably not going to sign Jordan Montgomery. That's why, why though? Trade- why why not at least make a stab because your your payroll would still be very very manageable. You know, I'd love to see them do that. Jordan but, Montgomery would probably make more sense. But yeah, failing that, bring in, bring in like a bona fide starter. Having said that, that the discussion is, is is so much bigger than payroll. Teams win with low payrolls. They do. Why? Because they're really smart. 
That's why. Because they sunk to the bottom of the league in some cases, like the Pirates, who have had two recent number one overall picks. And how many picks in the top ten? Well, and Tampa Bay can't get anybody in their stadium, but they're in the cutting edge of everything. Their payroll's always pretty small. And they've signed guys to decent extensions, just like the Pirates are starting to do. Mitch Keller, five years, $77 million. Let's continue that discussion and also get into where I was going to start today, which was the Penguins, Kyle Dubas, Mike Sullivan. All of that we'll get into before Donnie Football joins us. He might have to be Donnie Baseball today at noon. I was going to say it's cooking Joe, but Ron's in Florida, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, soaking up the sun. And the beer. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. High of 49 today with a chance of rain throughout the day. Listen to the show every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. So get on that for your chance to win. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.